Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. God is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Tim Kawakami joining me now. And, uh, Tim, it's fun to visit with you. We used to see each other at 49ers, Cowboys games, have touch base over the years. Great to have you on the station. It had a nice little trade between the two teams. And, Tim, people have been reaching out to you nonstop via Twitter. I like watching you on Twitter. You'll, you'll give people a little grace. And then at some point, you've, you know, you've kind of had enough. But uh, I love watching the interaction. But welcome to the show. Hey, good to be on. Good to be on. Hey, I'm just glad I, uh, I'm going to 49ers uh, practice today. And there's a Beyonce concert at uh, Levi's Day. And it took me about 45 minutes to try to get to some place where it usually takes me about 15. So I just had fun trying to drive around with all the streets closed. Uh, but it's all for the better cause, the better cause of Beyonce. Uh, Will you just another thing, just another thing on a very hectic week for the 49ers. I, I feel like you need to see Queen B, though. I mean, to be <laughs> that close, I mean, to have that opportunity. You saw her at the Super Bowl probably when yes, I did. Yes. Maybe that was in Houston. But, uh, yeah, you. I mean, Beyonce, I, I would want to see that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to really allow us. Uh, Taylor Swift was here not too long ago. I was in the stadium, and you were not really allowed to get too close to either. I think I wasn't kicked out just because I was out there early, but I think the writers pretty much got kicked out of the stadium, even though that's what we were. So that's life on the larger stage than what we're talking about here, maybe. That's okay. That's okay. We'll see how it goes when I get in there. I do have to talk to Kyle Shanahan, though. Like, that, that is a must. We'll figure out how to do that. Yeah, well, this Trey Lance trade, I'm just kind of wondering how it hit you and kind of how now that you've kind of had a day or two to think about this, he ends up with the Cowboys. That adds a whole nother layer to this thing because everything's bigger with the Cowboys, as you know. He ends up in Dallas. I mean, do you do you feel like that's a could be a really good landing spot? You having you know known Mike McCarthy or covered him some over the years and all of that. Um, what do you think about that landing place? What was your gut reaction, Tim, when you when you first saw that news come across? Well, my first gut reaction is fourth round is more than they expected, and they said so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more than I expected. I did not think there was going to be a bidding war for Trey Lance. Everything I'd heard was fifth round if they're lucky. You know, conditional fifth that might turn into fourth, a fourth if he plays, and you know it's going to be hard to find a spot where he actually plays, Cowboys included. Uh, fourth round is interesting. Bidding, sort of a bidding war is interesting. They would have done this, I think, they, they deny it, but I think they would have done this for a fourth rounder at the draft. Like, if they could have got a fourth round, they would have, like, done away with all this stuff, all this conversation, with all the quarterback competition, uh, if they knew they could get one. They didn't until the, the Cowboys offered it. So that tells me the Cowboys wanted them. Um, I think he's got a shot to be a pretty good quarterback. I just don't think it's going to be this year. I don't think the Cowboys being, a, you know, he gets himself into another playoff situation where every game is important. You're not going to throw away three or four weeks uh, to develop a young quarterback. That's kind of where the 49ers got. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's going to play this year. And I think the 49ers kind of made the decision that it wasn't going to be good for him or Lance for, or them this season if it was for the 49ers. Uh, you, you know the, the Cowboys situation better than me, but I assume Cooper Rush is the backup, right? If he comes in as the three, maybe if something weird happens, he plays a little. I don't think he's better than Dak. I don't think he's ever going to be better than Dak. Obviously, there's contractual stuff. I you know don't know how this is all going to go, but uh, I think it's a flyer. And if you know, I understand the Cowboys fourth round flyer. He might become valuable. Maybe you flip him for something better next next offseason. I don't know. 
Um, I just think it's an, another tough situation for him where, you know, he goes to the Falcons, who apparently were not that interested. He goes to another team where they can just say, hey, you know what, for about six weeks here in December and November, we're just going to see what he does. He's got to get the reps. Uh, and maybe at the end of the year, he's something that you know we can look to as a potential starter next season. I just don't think the Cowboys are going to do that. So it's a little curious to me. I'm just looking at it from the 49ers side, and they are happy. Mm-hmm. They got a fourth-round pick. <laughs> They're happy this is over. Uh, I, you know, my contention was they were willing to let this to be a competition. They were, if Trey Lance had outplayed Sam Darnold, he would have been the QB too. It was built for Sam Darnold to win, though. However, if you want to look at that. Uh, it was not set up in a way that was going to lean to Trey Lance. I don't think he was terrible, but he certainly wasn't great. Kind of, you know, the history of his career with the 49ers. He hadn't had a lot of starts in the regular season, but he sure had some camps, right? He sure had some full camps mm-hmm. to show them what he was. Uh, and Kyle Shanahan grew less and less interested in seeing how this <laughs> develop. Uh, so Kyle might have, you know, I think it was a misevaluation from the very beginning, put him under the spotlight. They made this gigantic move for him that was always going to be over his head. At some point, I kept saying you have to throw that away. If you just have to evaluate him straight up, he's not the guy you trade three first round picks for. He's just the guy that you want to evaluate. I think some of it came into their decision making. There was so much pressure on him. There's so much heat on them, but also he got beat out in several camps. Mm -hmm. He just got straight beat out. Even if you're projecting forward, um, it's going to be another year or two, maybe three for him to be a solid NFL starter that a coach is going to feel, you know, can rely on is dependable. And that was not him with four Niners. And that time just ran out. And I don't know if he's got that time with Cowboys. Maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. something weird's going on there. The quarterback, Jeff Shard, that I don't see, but, I just think this is a flyer flyer, and if it doesn't work out, they can move on from it. It's just a fourth-round pick. I'm still surprised they gave up a fourth-round pick. The 49ers probably would have done it for a fifth, if, I, if you ask me. If, you, if it came down to it, would you do it for a fifth round? I think they would have done it for the fifth mm-hmm. round. They got the fourth, so they're, they're, they're relatively happy about that. Do the Cowboys have to rebuild his confidence in any way, or is that not really – in the equation is it not like a confidence like how much of a hit do you think this all has been to his psyche i mean you've been around him you've interviewed him like how's he kind of built in that regard and is it more just about his game or is there some sort of uh, confidence level that they're going to have to repair a little bit uh, because of yeah, all think, this yeah there's something there at the end they really started talking about his hesitancy i think he was afraid to make a mistake now, now, and, you know, McCarthy is not exactly an undemanding coach on his quarterbacks either. So uh, Shanahan was definitely on him. He definitely was on quarterbacks not to make mistakes, make the proper read, and just let it go. And I think Trey had gotten to a point where there were other things they didn't love about him, but that was the final one. Like, you've got the talent. You can, you've had several camps now. Just take two looks and make this decision and go. And I think he was still hesitating there. So if he can get to a spot where it's a lot looser and he can feel free with it, I think that would be good for him. I don't know, again, that the Cowboys are in that spot. I don't know that McCarthy's offense is exactly that way to go. I think Dak, well, he's totally, he's totally the defense guy, right? He's a one, two, three. And right mm-hmm. now Trey is a one. I don't know about two. Maybe I tighten up and maybe I, oh, well, I just went to four. Whoops, wait a minute, that's the other team. <laughs> um, he's got to get out of that. And, again, I don't think that's happening this year. And that was clearly the decision the 49ers made. Uh, really sharp guy, though. Like, really mm-hmm. sharp. 
They love them in there. Uh, you know, they were more hurt over the personality, losing the personality, losing the guy who rolled with all the punches. There kind of was a little passive-aggressive thing. They got mad at Garoppolo last year, and they loved Trey. It, it always works like that, right? you got a couple quarterbacks. You kind of like the strong some things about one guy, and because you like that about one guy, you don't like it about the other guy. And he was a guy who stuck around when he was hurt, and he helped out Brock Purdy and was on the sideline, and Jimmy wouldn't do that just because Jimmy got tired of it. I understand. Like Jimmy was sick and tired of being the quarterback they were set to replace. Uh, but I think he's – like he's gotten, he's still young enough. He's still smart enough. He's uh, the giant miscalculation they made was that he would be athletic enough to get through the bumps. Like, okay, you're not reading everything. Then grab the ball and just run for 15. He does not have that kind of NFL athleticism. He just doesn't. And, and because of, you know, the pandemic and their lack of ability to, they never got a 40 time on him, Matt. Never. They don't have a 40 time on him. You look at, there's no 40 times for him. How many number three <laughs> overall picks who you're asking to be an athlete, right? That was part of the deal. Do you not have a 40 time on? He couldn't beat safeties. He couldn't beat linebackers around the corner. Like he just couldn't do it. So then the bailout for him, which he had to do for the four starts he had as a four niner was gone. So then he had to, win from the pocket and if he had to win from the pocket it likely wasn't going to happen Brock Purdy shows up and can win from the pocket and then that was basically it was over for him again if they could have traded him for a fourth round pick they would have done it in the offseason mm -hmm. it just extended and then they made the decision and then they got the fourth round pick I think he can still do a lot of things in this league I just think the idea that he was and I, I read this oh no the, you know the sad part is he doesn't get to expand Kyle Shanahan's offense. He doesn't, you know, around the corners, he was the guy who was going to change it. No, he wasn't actually that guy. <laughs> they kind of looked at that. It didn't happen. Uh, he's going to have to win as a much more traditional quarterback in the NFL, and he's not ready to do that. You know, he had one game in his final year at North Dakota State again because of the pandemic. It screwed him. He had mm -hmm. four starts with the four Niners. He got hurt three times. Um, like it just, they were not – going to play a 23-year-old who only played five, you know, five starts in three years. And I don't know that the Cowboys are the team that's going to do it. I don't know how much he's going to learn in practice, how much he's going to learn in QB3, in the room, maybe. But uh, I think Cowboys is a better position for him than Fortnite just because he gets away from the trade and all this discussion. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a great spot for him, though. Jerry will have him at about a 4-5, all right? Jerry may hand time <laughs> already, it himself. Yeah, mental. The mental 40 time. Uh, he's already clicked that one off. Uh, I, I just, you know, maybe he gets faster or something, but man, he, I, I said this, like, he actually kind of looks slow on the NFL field. Surprisingly wow. slow for a guy who gained 1,000 yards as a quarterback, but it was at North Dakota State, so he's doing yeah. this again. You know, North Dakota and all these other teams in the Missouri, whatever conference they're in, it did not show up in the NFL. Did not, I mean, not, not even close to showing up. This was not a guy that you could say, okay, play breaks, breaks down and he fakes the pass and he just goes runs through the defense he's, he, that's a 50-yard gain the, the stuff we see Justin Fields do the stuff that Josh Allen did in the first few years Lance never did anything like that like nothing like that uh that was the miscalculation and you can chalk that up to the pandemic you can chalk that up to uh mm -hmm. could you guys could you at least get a 40 time yourself you know you had to start making a grab. <laughs> uh and that never happened and that was the end that really, that and the Purdy ascension is really what cooked this one. And, uh, you know, we'll see if he just can turn into a regular NFL pocket quarterback. He's got a ways to go. I think he can do it. Got a strong arm. Not the strongest, but a strong arm. 
Uh, he can move a little. Certainly not going to race for you know 60 yards, like I said. But he's got a lot of good things. He just didn't have enough of them fast enough for the four Niners. What did Jimmy say? Like that this was like quote more of like some weirdness from the 49ers. Yeah, I don't well, think he said Jimmy a lot, through, but he weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. No, Jimmy went through a lot of weird things there. I'll also say, hey, I like Jimmy. Jimmy was in the middle of a lot of weird things with the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, it just they've gone through some weird stuff. It really that quarterback's been a bizarre road for them. It's been a lot of great copy. I'll tell you that. I can keep writing yeah. about them over and over and over again. So I will take that. But just to try to keep your eye on the ball with them has been very interesting, has been interesting for them to experience. They think they got the guy now, though. And I, I think I, what I saw in those eight games, like they saw in those eight games, mm-hmm. convinced me you got to go with Brock Purdy. We'll see if he takes a back step. I don't think he's going to be you know, a terrible quarterback. I think he's going to be pretty good, and then we'll see where it ends up. Did uh, uh, Tim Kawakami join in the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, from The Athletic? You should read him there. Did Brock Purdy start popping pretty early on, or was this kind of like, I mean, Dak kind of did when he got his chance. Even before Tony got hurt, Dak was kind of popping in uh, in the preseason on that 2016 season. What was it like with Purdy being the final pick in the draft, and like when did y'all, like at training camp or whatever, start thinking, hmm, this might be a little bit better than a, seventh round flyer when did that kind of start taking effect yeah i sure didn't see it i've told shannon this i did not see it although we heard it we started hearing it from around him his people you know the people who know him (laughs) and a midway through camp and they made the move he went from you know this is back when jimmy was on a side field so he wasn't even on the depth chart uh and purdy went from qb3 to qb2 they moved him ahead of nate sudfeld who was planned to be the backup behind lance this is a year ago uh, and you heard, you know, whispers that Kyle really likes him. He's doing really interesting stuff. Again, I didn't see it. He was like doing dump off passes and three reps a day at training camp. And I was like, I just didn't see it. But Shanahan saw, you know, heard him in the in the room. He took what they were said in the room right to the field. He never hesitated. They loved him. And then he started hearing about him, kind of scout team during the season. Like this guy is interesting. He's zipping it now. Now, listen, you hear that a lot. You know, like you don't always. That doesn't always turn out to be anything, but you heard it. The players were kind of like hinting about it. Then Jimmy comes in for Lance after Lance gets hurt, gets hurt. Jimmy gets hurt, and then Purdy comes in, and then immediately, like the first, he finished the Seattle game. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the Miami game, and there was something there. Like you go, okay, there, this guy is. There's something here. We'll see. He beats Tampa in his first start at home. Something it was still good. He was better than Tom Brady in that game, and I'm not Brady's fault. He was rushed to hell. He didn't know he had no time, but Purdy looked good, comfortable. And then Thursday night road game in Seattle. He had been hurt, broke a rib. We now later find out. Interesting how we find out later, but that's what happened. <laughs> they weren't even sure he was going to play, and the guy made three or four game-turning plays. You know, just winning plays, including you know a third-and-one rush where they needed to keep the clock going, and he just runs it and takes the hit, and they win the game. That's where Shannon I, – I, I mean, I've written this. I was in the locker room after that game. The look in the people's eyes from the executives to the coach to the players was, this is the guy. Like, we got a guy. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but just a guy who they can win with. They felt it. And I talked to Shanahan before, before a training camp this year, and he said, yeah, that's it. We knew we had a dude. And then Kyle Shanahan speak when he says the quarterback's a dude, that means something. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, and he he was going to be the starter this season because of that and everything else he did. If he was healthy, he was healthy. Uh, and that was another weird part of all. They they you know even if he wasn't if he was healthy, maybe they still bring in Darnold. But one of the main reasons they explained they brought Darnold in was well we don't even know if Purdy's healthy, so we we need multiple quarterbacks, <laughs> which is true. But once Purdy was healthy, Darnold was you know in line to be the backup. Lance had to outplay him, and it just wasn't going to happen. The other key thing was, you know, Shanahan had a package for for Lance in the first two seasons. Like, there's going to be a run-pass option. We're going to do some red zone things with you. It wasn't great, but he had them. Guess what this season? Zero run-pass option plays. None. They were not doing any of them. It was going to be on Brock Purdy's system and, you know, mm-hmm. probably Sam Darnold's kind of system and not in anything where Trey Lance might have an edge over him. Probably was a little hint of the way this one was heading. Well, and by the way, I love that I saw Bruce Bochy mention from you today. I guess there are Giants fans still out there yearning for the old days. And, of course, we uh, get to see uh, Bochy on a nightly basis. Rangers have uh, hit a little, hit a little rough patch, obviously, as you've that. seen. Uh, but they've kind of gathered themselves, and uh, Mets help with that, right? If you play the Mets, you can turn things around, and they're going for the sweep this afternoon or this evening. So, But um, that has to be weird to, to see Bochi come back at a retirement and then, boy, to immediately – of course, he had some arms and great players, but to immediately have the kind of success he's had, maybe it shouldn't surprise you at all, but uh, – I mean, he really did pick up kind of right where he left off, didn't he? Bochy wasn't going to go to a crappy team. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> I, I, I talked to Bruce. Like, he, he wanted to get back in the mix, right? He, he didn't want to get back manage the eights. He wanted to get back. He was, he's at his best in October. Like, he is by far the best October manager I've ever seen. I don't know. I can't think of a move he made that backfired. Like, you could even say logical, but then didn't work. Every move he's made – well, three three World Series will kind of tell you that. Yeah, this guy knows how to run a team in October, and I just yeah I want to see that again. Uh, I he was going to get back in if you know if the opportunity was there. This is a great obviously with a general manager he knows well with a team that has a ton of talent. They think this is this is fun to see. It's fun to see for Giants fans. You know they still pine for him. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen here. He knew it. He took the classy way out. But, Far anxiety was coming in. He did one year with Farhan. Contract was up. It was t- time to kind of move to something else. But um, he was again. He wasn't taking a crappy situation. Bruce is smart about. It. He's good at these matchups, right? He's good at figuring out the situation. Mm-hmm. And this was a very good situation for him. I think the Padres would have been very, very interesting for him. He still lives down there, but mm-hmm. uh, it's fun to see him. It's fun to see him with a lot of talent. A Bochi with a team that bangs, hits home runs like crazy. That hadn't really seen that with the Giants. So that's kind of fun, too. And he's got to figure out that biggest staff. Well, he doesn't have a closer. Uh, Raldis is trying it out um, and with not much success right now. So he's struggling with the bullpen, but maybe he'll figure it out. And uh, maybe the Angels will help out if they just keep releasing <laughs> players, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they might release their entire franchise at some point. And go take your pick of them, whoever you want. Take them, except for one. There's one guy you can't take. Uh, yeah. But, no, but it's good to see Bochi. I actually ran into him at a Fortnite practice last year. He's like amiable as can be. He's like just he talks to me. He's getting back. You know, he's going to figure out the mm-hmm. right situation. He's coming back and. I, I can't wait to see him in October. I think I think Rangers fans will appreciate this guy. 
can run a team in October. He's brilliant at it. Yeah, I just love watching him walk out to make a pitching change. There's just a, yeah. there's like an old cowboy. There's something. It's been oh, a yeah. good fit with the Rangers. Just the way he talks, the way he carries himself. I mean, everything about him has uh, fit just fine. Tim, that was fun. Have uh, have a great session with Coach Shanahan. Give him our best, and uh, man, look forward to talking to you soon. Sounds great, Matt. Good time. You bet. There he goes, Tim Kawakami, uh, from the Athletic.